0: Welcome to the Dork Forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make, make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the Dork Forest and Dork out for a while. Hi, Jackie Cation here. You're listening to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com if you like a determiner, JackieKation.com. Has everything. Both of my podcasts, all of the stand up stuff, the new album, links to YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. But so, I think, does DorkForest.com, where you can look at old videos of different shows. Anyway, if you want to support the show, tell people about the show, review it on iTunes, thumbs it up on Pandora or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, I appreciate that. You can donate. You can donate monthly. PayPal lets you do that. You can also do my Venmo if you like. It's at JackieKation absolutely everywhere. And my email address is jackie at jackiecasia.com. And that's what the PayPal is. The PayPal link is on Jackiecasha.com and dorkforest.com. And go to any of them. Thanks for listening. There's merch, there's stand up, there's tour guide, you know, you can find out where I'm touring. This is getting long. So let's get into the show. Hi, Juan. Oh, damn it. hi i'm jackie cation uh you you know where you're at here's the dark forest it's a dark forest and finally eliza skinner you're like i'm willing finally to tell the people of my (laughs) dorkdoms eliza skinner everyone should know is hilarious a wonderful stand-up comic and a writer and a smarty magoo and all the things so if you were to go for for example on twitter to at eliza skinner e-l-i-z-a-s-k-i-n-n-e-r or E S K I N Z on Instagram or Her and Her Dog on TikTok. I'll put it I'll put it in the notes. Uh, we'll figure it out. But you've you have a show once a month at the yard here in Los Angeles, uh last Friday of the month. So the next one will be at the end of March. And um good times. Stand up comedy. Always funny, always smart, always Thank always you. good Thank people. You. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're
1: going to be on the next one, I believe. Oh, there you yes.
0: go. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so, Destination Rangers. So, at least in. one very good comment. <laughs> <laughs> right. I cannot promise for others. But I'm sure with the booking, it'll be fine. Just a bunch, you know, it's just going to be a bunch of those, those guys, those bullethead dudes that we all love so much. Uh, I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> I have what is left of a, a cold, so I have a little scratchy throat. Think of it as... Um, a, a sexy option, uh, Rangers. Oh. Welcome to the program, Eliza Skinner. What? Here's the dorkdom. I was like, information cards? What does that mean? Conversation cards. Oh, conversation cards. <laughs> I don't even know what that is either, but it's certainly, information cards sounds more and more. Okay, what is a conversation card?
1: Okay, conversation cards, Um, they're like question cards. Um, they Traditionally, like, so it'll be, like, a little deck of cards, and they'll have just, just conversation starters, just questions, icebreakers.
0: Oh! Um,
1: and they go back to, from what I could tell from my research, they go back to, like, the 1700s, the 18th century. Um,
0: yeah, and some of the first I would ones, have guessed Chicken Soup of the Soul. Right? But, right? Yeah. But you're talking 1700s. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, Victorian, like, there, you'd have people... Like, oh, we don't know what to talk about. Which, what should, whatever should we talk about? And they pull out a little card and it would be like gloves.
0: Yay or nay? And oh, my God.
1: Lively conversation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I read those historical romance novels and they're like, oh, you can always talk about the weather. And you're like, can you? Um, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Because yeah. it changes often enough in some cities, um, not not here, but um, yes, <laughs> yeah. Though here yesterday, it's
1: pretty insulting to talk about the weather. It's true. Except You're on the just... days when it's weird, because then it it is like it it rocks all of us, right? Like it there is... is
0: water falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what what, what plank is this? It's uh, it's in the forties, you guys. I don't know what to do with my animals. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My mine's in a sweater. It's adorable. Thank yeah. So. So okay, so if they started way back then, I wonder who was publishing them—just fancy sort of court jestery kind of people? Yeah, well, they a, a lot of
1: like game manufacturers also. Like they were considered games, so some of them would have not just the question cards but also answer cards, which. It just—it seems a little bit useless because so the answer cards were like, "Yes, definitely," or like,
0: mm, "I'll have to think more." Like it's like Magic Eight Ball sort of answer. Right, 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 right. Uh, all um, indications say yes. Exactly. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That is yeah. ridiculous. So when did they become sort of more? I mean, I suppose Cards Against Humanity and 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 apples to apples. Yeah, Are games based on those things? Yeah. So like
1: when I was a kid, I was always really into um, like game stores. Um, And I also had no friends. So I was really, I would just like. How many kids in your family? Two, but my sister's like 10 years older than me.
0: So you were, to, oh, my niece had the same problem, love board games, was, a, was essentially a much younger only child and no one to play with. Oh, yeah. It's a heartbreaker. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. yeah. Like the,
1: I, I, the kids that I was friends with in my neighborhood when I was really small, like moved away by the time I was elementary oh. school. And I was in a part of town that uh, a lot of the kids that I went to elementary school with, their parents were scared of my neighborhood. So even if I had been better at making friends, like
0: right. most of them were not allowed to come to my house. Um interesting. So, you know that I I know a lot of guys who didn't have anyone to play D&D with when yeah. they were in middle school and so essentially swallowed the books.
1: Yeah, that was me with um the Marvel role playing game. I would okay. just like, I would make characters after character after character and they were all I I wish I still had the sheets. I lost them on the move. But they were all like um, secretary by day because they they were all like 22 (laughs) business ladies, secretary by day, in a band
0: by right after work, and then by night... They were oh, superheroes. Wow. No sleeping there. This you is know? something that could only be really done by a woman in her 20s. Uh, yeah. Also,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, th- this I do remember. My favorite, my, my villain that I made was this guy, William Wealthy. Um, <laughs> and his dastardly plan was to steal all the world's most expensive items and then sell them back at twice their value. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part about William Wealthy, besides the fact that he lived in Cash Mansion, um, <laughs> is that his two so- his henchwomen... Where is,
0: where is this cartoon?
1: Where is right? this? Yeah. I, 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 his, his henchwomen yes. were hookers by day, which is not a good shift. I think that's a, that that actually,
0: that's a Tuesday, that's a Tuesday lunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Entry level. I would think. Mm.
1: Um, but yeah, so they were, uh, they're sex workers by day. They were Boas. Um, their, their hobbies were, um, swearing and chewing gum.
0: How old are you? You're writing these.
1: Oh gosh. I was probably like nine, 10 yeah. Oh, this that, didn't
0: this didn't last until junior high? No, I mean it
1: mm, no, probably not. Like I got I went real hard when I first got into the game because I played right. it at uh, summer camp where like there were kids around.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So you learned how to s- play it in a in a controlled real area. Yeah. And then you had no one to play with, so you're like, I will be writing a thousand characters. Yes. I love it. I yeah. love it.
1: Yeah. Then I got into actually reading the comic books more. Probably it was the, sure, the evolution that, in that direction.
0: Which is too bad because that will stomp a creative. This was a this was a rich vein that should never have, have, have been uh, shown borders. Yeah. Uh, because you would have taken it. uh this would have. This... It would have been a real band, you know. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, it would have been amazing. Oh my
1: god. But yeah, so so I would. Uh, Go to. I liked going to game stores, and the honestly, the Dungeons and Dragons stuff seemed too scary for me. It,
0: well, it was. It's too big. You need a native Sherpa, and mm-hmm. it's been vilified so weirdly, like in like episodes of Bones, and um- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and in the eighties, it was like. Like in the '80s, satanic. they were like it was satanic. It was like the devil. Uh, so, but in the '90s and and beyond, uh, it's just been like there was Larpers in uh, which isn't Dungeons and Dragons at oh, all. Yeah, but there were Larpers in Hawkeye, the new season of Haw- Hawkeye, and um, and they were great. Quite honestly, they were not vilified. They were actually celebrated. And That's good. And they were buffer Larpers, which are. Several episodes of LARPing have been done with the Dark Forest, and I've been in several myself. So I don't want to. Sure, I uh, I played I, Andy, and I went as Burton Ernie. Uh, I was burnt. So uh, was uh, this a Dungeons and Dragons situation with Bert It was not. LARPing is of course different from D&D in, in several right. ways. One, live action role play. It's a costume party with game mechanics is what I think of it as. Where you dress See, up so as from, a thing.
1: I'm from Virginia. So my point of reference for it, unfortunately, is generally battle reenactments.
0: Right, right. The, the war reenactment guys who I used to love so much until I met them for reals. And I was like, no, no. Stop eating off a tin plate. You're oh, not you want, playing the game right now. You want to talk about Dork. Yeah
1: I, I've I've worked with them a lot. Uh my dad my parents made films for um a lot of museums in Virginia and a lot of like historical societies and so yeah. so they would
0: come and do reenactments they would they would be the actors to reenact the historical moments
1: yeah they'd be like telling stories where they're like dunking on other people about the specifics of old weaponry while they're like, drinking a diet Coke in <laughs> colonial garb. And
0: I'm like, this right. is very weird. This is a lot right. at once. It feels like a lot. You got to really, uh, the society for, uh, creative anachronism SCA is actually, um, one of the things I guess that they are known for. And I don't have all the information as per usual. Uh, but I always have all of the opinion, but here's the thing. Uh, SCA is a big, uh, they will like you, if you were dressed, in Regency Garb, you could not use a glass that was not mm. – you had to do everything in – especially in game mode, right? Mm-hmm. When there was no game mode, then you could do whatever you wanted. But d d of course, is one of the tabletop games, kind of like right. Marvel Marvel Heroes, yes. where you create characters from charts and from mm-hmm. you know your imagination, and then you sit down and somebody runs – a scenario, a, a game plan, the, ga- the game master, and, um, and then you play your character and respond to things that come.
1: But do they not mash up? Is there no, like, D&D LARPing?
0: No, it's not. You can do sword and sorcery LARPing, but it's not. But, it's not, in-
1: but D&D is only the tabletop.
0: Right. D- D- D&D okay. is its own game, and then Wizards of the Coast owns it, and they also own, like, Magic the Gathering, which is a card game. Oh, I know. Have you I played know. that?
1: I tried once. My boyfriend is very yeah. into this stuff. and Okay. Um, Sometimes
0: stuff doesn't take. Andy yeah. loves a fiddle and diddle board game that I'm just like, no, I got- I'm getting a stress headache.
1: Yeah, we I big time for five hours. Yeah, I big time do the board games with them. You know, mm-hmm. I've got my certain things that I like and don't like within it. But and um and just the general tabletop role playing stuff, do that. We tried to do um magic cards one time during the lockdown, okay. and I was like, this is not this is not for, making sense. Not to for me. you, yeah, okay, not yeah. for him either. And then later he was like, I want to be a magic person. I want to be someone who's into magic cards, and he like got into them. And again, I, for a second, was like, I'm going to. And then I was like, no, I just, I can't. I've got too many things. I've got too many things.
0: This is not something I want on my Fair resume. Enough. And, and the thing is, is if there are people out there who want Magic the Gathering, want to play that, one of the things that you were just talking about, how you like to hang out at game stores, one of the things that kept game stores open during the, the no day, not, not lockdown, but previously, like, is that they will have Magic the Gathering nights. They'll have drafting Uh nights, they'll have tournaments, they'll have um, commander tournaments, all these things. I learned how to play Magic the Gathering because a comedy booker in 1993 uh, was really into Magic the Gathering. And it was invented in 1992. So Uh he helped me build my deck. He explained how to play it. uh, So I got kind of into it for a couple of years. And then I got out of it. And then I met Andy and I played it again for a couple of years. And it's weeded off. So I like the idea. Yeah, but, uh, the deck building is hard for me. So yeah,
1: yeah, the nineties. You have to really real care. Yeah, yeah, the nineties was that that early nineties was like everyone. I, there's been a few waves. I feel like of people of like we have a card game also now. You collect these packs like that. That was when you collected the packs to make make your deck. Um,
0: oh, Andy's and like, still buying booster packs. He's still oh, buying. Boosters, so, so, and then he's so like, I bought one. For- yeah. Hey, Andrew, and he, just t- <laughs> you're Andrew? And does he buy two? And he's like, I got one for you. And then we open them together, and then he gets all the cards. No, I, he knows I that I'm like
1: with with all love and light, I will not go down this path with you. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. But he but yeah, so um yeah, I I did have I collected those packets for for uh, a, an X Men game
0: back then. Okay, like um, there's like Yu Gi Oh and there's Pokemon and there's X Men and there's Marvel. Yeah, there's all the games.
1: Yes, um, yeah, and, and I do like personally. I feel like this is all so um, I I love a deck building game. I do not like having to build my deck to play a game. I feel like that is especially because when you have like people paying different amounts for stuff and like pulling stuff from packets, then it becomes this like planned this like false scarcity thing that is beanie babies and nfts and
0: like why do we need <laughs> right. that and, and well it, yeah it can create sort of a you know i can i can afford to hire a thing for prom and you can't which it's that's why a lot of the tournaments have rules and the rules are they're drafting tournaments where everyone gets the same number of Brand new packs and you build your deck from that. But I do like there are deck building games that, See, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that are board games. Yeah, That's
1: what I like. Um, and also basically any version of any of these things where you like create your – like if it was like you get to have your own – like you make your own magic cards – yeah. I would be like Fun Times USA. What <laughs> crafty, is this?
0: Crafty, right?
1: Yeah, okay. Like my version of apples to apples that I started out playing was that. Like everybody just writes down weird little phrases on pieces of paper, and you throw them all in the middle, and then you pull your hand from yep. things you wrote, other people wrote. So like like that, I feel like is so much more interesting. Anyway, the, the yeah. Back to the back to the game store. B- b- w- back to the game store. Yes, I would be in the game store intimidated by the D stuff especially since some are boxes some are books some are like uh, it's a uh, the cash, statues. Cow. It's what, a cash what, cow what do yeah. i need what do i need i'm nine years old i'm shuffling around trying not to make eye contact because it feels like a grown-up store <laughs> and uh the deck games i was always really into but a lot of those are just expansion packs for other things. So I'd be like, "This, it's five dollars. I can." Oh no, I need to have what else to play. So I, I was always just really drawn to like little card things. So I got, in, I got really into trivia games first, okay. um, and then, uh, then other kind of games like that, like um, like uh, your Scattergory type of things. Okay, or Trivial having,
0: Pursuit, or yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. a Trivial Pursuit over here. And do you ever um, play Pictionary? Do you remember yeah. Pictionary? Not as much. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. For some,
1: like, it's like maybe I just don't respect myself as an artist, or it seems too finite. I think if 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 Pictionary instead of being like make them say pig, draw a pig, if it was like make them feel. strange you know like make them want to leave the room then i'd be like "Ah,
0: there was like there was like a year and a half two years when there was a lot of pictionary in my life for some reason but i think those years were 1985 to
1: 1987 so yeah
0: you got got it out of the way yeah don't sweat Um, it but so i so yeah i just
1: really i got into those things weirdly on my own, like when I was just like stuck by myself, because also you can go through those cards and be like, "Hmm, huh, oh, okay, so that was the first person to win a grand slam." Who cares? I don't know, right, right. Um, right. And then uh, when I started <laughs> like interacting with people more, uh-huh. um, I'm like, "Let's play this." And I didn't realize how much I was really into question cards and question lists and trivia cards and little conversational games with cards Um, until I grew up. And as an adult, people, I think, had the confidence to say back to me, I don't want to do this. Why do you always want to do this? (laughs) And I was like, what? Why would you not want to do this? Why would you not want to answer a random question? That has nothing to do with anything. Why would you you not want to see which one of us knows more about dogs?
0: Why would you (laughs) not want to do
1: that? (laughs) Um, And then... During the lockdown, um, I went and stayed with Andrew, my boyfriend who likes games. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, let's play this game. You set up these uh, these crystal towers and then you've tried to figure out which alien species you can build to defeat the other. And I'm like, or we play these cards where you... Try to come up with a list of words that explains terror to you, what it means to you. What like, game is that? Right? They both sound good. I just made them both up. But Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> there's
0: game design in your future. Anyway, and comic book
1: writing. Go ahead. But so we both uh, – I just started uh, finding and picking out the – Not even realize I was doing it. um, The different sort of card games and creative card games and expressive card games, and he was the one who was like, "You're really into (laughs) question cards." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "You like it a lot," and I, like,
0: I mean, I know this is this is an audio. Medium. Oh, it'll be on YouTube. People can people can oh, okay. check it out. So he's like, we're, we're at wait. around minute nineteen fifty, you guys. So if you okay, want to go so, to the video, so yeah.
1: by the way, proof that I like board games. Uh, oh uh, yeah, Dune. That's the original Dune, the board game. Oh, uh, nice. We got Splendor. We got Dominion. We got Horrified. We got Azul. Har- the big times. We have Horrified. The big times. Yeah, we have Horrified. I like Horrified. Have you tried the other the the American cryptids, no. Horrified? No, not as good. Or, the original or, one's better. Or, um. Okay. So, but here is, like, all the little... I got so many. Card game. What? (laughs) What are Crash. What am I... Crash. Oh, it gets... There's even more. There's even more. Oh, no.
0: Every awkward date. This is the answer to every awkward date Eliza has had to have. Um, Just like... I'm so glad you found Andrew. Let me just say that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they, they...
0: they like. Do, uh, start, do they start but, conversations? These games
1: they do start conversations, um, and I have found them especially useful. So, since this pandemic, since like we've all started trying to re-enter the world in different mm-hmm, ways,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um, a lot of people I think I've seen a lot of people talking about the unmasking that they have done during this pandemic, different types of unmasking of, oh gosh, my dog is excited now. Hold
0: on. I, have you to stood give him, up.
1: I did now. He's like, does this mean that I'm getting something and I'll give him something.
0: So he leaves us alone. Right. You'll give him something. What is unmasking? What do you mean by that? Okay.
1: So like a lot of times it's used, we're talking about ADHD or autism. Basically we all were like following all of these societal rules, right? These like unspoken societal rules. And some people just get them innately and some people don't to different degrees. But you know, like how to, how to act and like, I'm supposed to ask you how you are and you're not supposed to say really, but you're just supposed to say I'm fine. Stuff like that. Okay. And then when we all get stuck home alone, we, for two years, we forget how to do all that because we don't have to. And it all starts getting soft and, and people have, I think a lot, a lot of people have discovered things that they don't want to do anymore and ways that they feel more comfortable living. Like one of my, my, my two little examples are basically used to be, you would sing in the shower. Okay. You would never sing in the, at the office or the the yard. Yeah. Yeah. But then when you're working from home when you're singing in the shower, you're right next to your office. And then after a few days, you're kind of singing in the office. And then after that, you don't have
0: pants on while you do your office zooms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone's the one, wearing sweatpants now forever. Yeah. And they're, and, and they're even selling sweatpants that look like pants.
1: Yeah. But they're weird sweatpants too. We're getting weird and specific. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are also having problems with socializing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, you know, we used to have all those discussions about like, oh, are you an extrovert or an introvert? Well, an introvert is tired after they hang out with people and an extrovert is excited. Um, I think that's a that was a group of people who could recognize, oh, this makes me tired. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I would say pretty much not everybody because there are still some people who are like, oh, I'm seeing people. I think so many people have realized how much energy socializing takes it's like at the end of the summer when you would pick up your backpack from the year before and be like oh my god i used to carry this every day this is so heavy how did i never notice how heavy this bag is right that's that's people coming home from socializing now okay so i have found these question cards (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> huge help, huge help. Even if you don't need them, mm-hmm. you just like you've already had like had this. If you have conversations a lot, you've had the same conversation over and over again. Okay. And if you don't, you don't know how to start it. Either way, just uh, get it like a random card. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, just grab you, one. Would you rather give your past self advice or
0: ask your future self a question? Oh my God! I just—I uh, don't want to see this. This one's this too is heavy. Where, this, yeah, this is where I go into philosophy war- mode, where I'm just like, future tripping or living in the past. I don't want to do either of those. How do I live in the present, my friend? That's cool. Right now, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's—it's not like you have to have a right answer. It just
1: pushes you in some direction or another. You okay. All right. Um, what do you
0: consider the breakfast of champions? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. A couple eggs, toast. Yeah. Bacon. That's the standard. That's, 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 that's the, that's the best case scenario. That's no, no, that's, that's a standard. And then you can, you can exp, expand on that. But, um, though I do like a congee sometimes.
1: I, I like was about I, to say, have you tried a, uh, a savory
0: oatmeal? Mm-hmm. I have. I love that uh, a Vietnamese like grain a grain soup or something mm-hmm. like a, um, is quite delicious. And then you put like maybe some some seaweed or some salmon skin on top, Yum. and you're li- you're living your best life right there. Yeah. What What about you?
1: What's your? Um, I mean, my go-to is probably like an egg sandwich, but I do love a savory oatmeal, like
0: some cheesy oats. With like a runny right? egg on top of that. Oh, Come on. There's something uh, about putting an egg on top of any pile of food that you've really just brought it up a notch.
1: Egg is the new
0: opulence. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. You want it? You want to look like you're fancy at something?
0: Soft boiled egg right on top. All or, of a or, sudden, or, right yeah. there, What's happening. Mm-hmm. We're gonna.
1: Um, but see, we never would have talked about eggs, right?
0: If it wasn't right, for that, have... exactly. So, what? Where did you get those cards? Where? What? What is that deck?
1: Okay, this uh, that last one was from Loaded Questions, which is actually a whole like board game. I just use the cards. Uh, okay, the one before is from this specifically just for conversations cards called uh, So a question, a collection of questions for deeper discussions. Um, <laughs> and then I also like I have these Trivial Pursuit cards, a lot of cards about different types of.
0: Trivia or, like, interesting facts, you know? Um, right, right. It, Those sort of fact cards, you mm-hmm. can get them by topic, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. like space mm-hmm. or motorcycles or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I remember that kind of from childhood. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, uh, um, I also have Red Flags, which is by the um, – I think it's by the Super Fight people. Have you played Super Fight? It's like a card game kind of version of – well, it's not quite. It's, versus? It's like,
0: it's like a versus game, but yeah. cards? Yeah. Like war? Is yeah, it but, old-timey
1: well, war? No? I, you're just kind of like making a case for it. So it's not the game function <laughs> of it is a little... But um, What's it called? Uh, super Fight. Okay. It's one of those ones that's got like a regular deck, and then you can get the spe- specified, like Super Fight History, Super Fight um, Space. like you said. Right, right, right.
0: Um, Have you ever played Timeline? No, it is a card game where different cards come up with events huh. and you
1: got to put them in order.
0: Yes, but whoever goes first, like if you, if, if the first thing you put down is the big bang, you know that everything comes up after that. Mm-hmm. But if the next card up is cotton gin and the card after that is wireless, the telegraph yes, then it gets super close. Yeah, you, there, I think, would like that game. Yeah, because it's um, both trivia and uh, inf- informative. Yeah, there's a game. I want to figure out what it, is it Kerplunk or something. There's a game
1: that I uh, play that's just numbers. That is a version of that. I can't
0: figure out what it is.
1: We play it on Board
0: Game Arena. Anyway,
1: um, but Board yeah, Game Arena. Just,
0: we you, we do Tabletop Simulator, which is annoying. Hmm. Um. Oh, I, it might be called chronology. Okay. Instead of
1: timeline. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I love. I also love like when Andrew and I talk about games. The more gamey things. I I like the the grab and go of a card game.
0: Oh, that it's that that it's small. You're not you're not doing dwellings of Eldervale here. I mean, it's not an expansion yeah. set with small world, and you got a you know twenty mm-hmm. pounds of game. Yeah, yeah.
1: For a while, we were trying to have a a board game podcast, about the two of us being stuck inside playing board games, and one of my um, metrics was uh, being able to play on the floor of an airport, like okay, you know, do you need to spread out? Can you just? It doesn't matter yeah. if you're getting jostled. You can still like not. Be in the hell of sitting around an airport because you've got the, this game.
0: Right. There is a card game that I brought with me on the road a couple of times that was sadly you had to spread out a little too much. And it yeah, was it's called Guillotine. And mm-hmm. um, have you played that where yeah. you gotta you gotta do a row of heads. Yeah. And so it kinda it takes up a table. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: again, hard. like I really like some creativity in it. So when it's when you don't have to like figure I like the games where, like, you got to figure something out, figure out how to do the thing um, or create it yourself when it's like, just check these boxes. Yeah. Mm, Go for it so much.
0: (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah. So what 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 is a game where you have to figure something out? A card game. Oh, a card game where you have
1: to just figure something out?
0: Or or are you talking board games in general that you have a... Just, just in general. Like, even okay. there's there's this art game that, um
1: well, no, I like... Basically, I, I like it if you've got to have multiple ways of getting something done. Okay. That just... I, that, I don't know. It feels yeah, it's just more creative so... to me, and that excites
0: my brain more. Yeah, yeah. There's... um. I played Clank the other night on Tabletop Simulator and, um, because we had a game night with friends uh, over Zoom during lockdown every Tuesday. And we've sort of kept it up. And some, some games we played where Andy has, you know, he's, he's running the game. He's got a camera facing down on the board. And we played Hero Instant like that, too, which is a tabletop game that he's writing that's in beta. And it's essentially a, um, a superhero D&D uh, game. And I'm in two playtests of that, by the way. So I play well, Mrs. Kravitz, play the, the meddler. And then <laughs> I also play Dr. Quetzalcoatl, which uh, is a, sort of a, a, a privileged white archaeologist lady who accidentally stumbled into a... Um, uh, a thing in Costa Rica and got the powers of Quetzalcoatl, <laughs> much to the irritation of the local inhabitants. And, uh, <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be the one with the powers. Why is Whitey Magoo flying around like a dragon? She doesn't know what to do it, with it. She can't yeah. even eat, eat our food correctly. She, she doesn't even speak Spanish. Why is she here? Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm an archaeologist.
1: I'm, uh, I, I've playtested uh, my Andrews Uh, tabletop role-playing game which is about a post-apocalyptic wild west and i generally play slick pete Uh who uh is um a a trader who they all have mutations his mutations have just created an even more handsome bone structure and abs (laughs) so he can manipulate people with this charm and and good looks that most of these (laughs) mutants don't have
0: you know, this is one of the great things about tabletop games and creating characters and stuff like that. As, and Andy explained to this when I first started playing D&D with him and, and, and other games like Champions and, and these other games. It was, It is a way to try out different genders and sexualities and different actions and, and evil and good. and And you get to practice your social skills. Mm-hmm. in character, and you are surrounded by three or four other nerds that you could practice your other social skills with uh, in real also, life. Also, get out some grudges
1: that you might have about
0: certain types Anything. of
1: people. Well, when, c- I, when I play these these fellas, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm reading some people from my past is what I'm doing.
0: What? Uh, no, I don't know what that means. Who oh, are you playing I, and who are you killing? Oh, I'm I, like, w- do you uh, usually play straight white guys?
1: Um, no, I mean, I, 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 play, I play women a lot also, but when I do play straight, straight white guys, they are generally, uh, real Lotharios. Um, I think, I think I am, uh, I, I'm fascinated with what I would do with that power.
0: Oh right right. We'll see and that that's awesome. That is that that's it in a nutshell, right? Fascinated to what you would do with that power really feels like why we play these games, right? Mm-hmm. Um because I have one character and I just named it cuz I thought it was funny, but then when I started playing it, that was part of the the enjoyment of it. I was in Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker, which is a podcast where they play Dungeons and Dragons. And Dan Telfer is the game master, and I play – I think they're the ones behind the paywall, sorry. But um, <laughs> I always play Gaston Mansplain.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what this blade feels like. What does it feel like to hold the blade, though? Well, and my other favorite thing is that someone will – I will play Gaston Mansplain, and someone will come up with an idea. I will repeat that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Then, See, it's like a kind of therapy. It's, yeah, it's very much like a kind of therapy for sure. It's it's a good way to 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 deal with how you would to to role play how you might act in certain situations. For and, but, me, uh, yeah. For me, it's 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 never how I
1: would act. It's always how this character. One of the other things that again Andrew has pointed out about me because he's you know, not only been He's in right games there. with me and, and DM'd with me. He all, yeah. And he also, uh, you know, has just watched me play with other people done like stream blood. And, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, as Andrew points out, I like to play characters who have, who lie. They just lie. out. That's how they, I would, I am not somebody who is like, get me in a battle. I'm someone who's like, I'm going to trick you into thinking that I'm in the battle with you. And I'm, and in real life cannot lie can't like the second i tell a lie i'm like oh god oh god oh god i did a lie right i don't remember the lie don't forget the lie what was the lie <laughs> oh jesus they can see the lie on me like i'm so bad at it i i hate right. it but yeah in these well, games i'm like like i also play franny jump the um yeah. The, yeah. The, the like cockney i think she was she was a former bar Maid who then joined obviously some sort of demon hunting society um, why wouldn't she? yeah and yeah, she's always like, right, need to use your shit you know and yeah, yeah. um, will do anything she herself in any yeah. way to get what she needs and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, I would be making people so uncomfortable if I did that <laughs> I could never and lying why no no, that's just not me. Right,
0: uh, Rangers. We're talking with uh, Eliza Skinner, by the way. Just so you know, just in case you were to want to find the no- the real person, the non liar, the non uh, the 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 relatively sedate, but who loves a game, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So I don't I don't know if if if, if these these conversation cards are, is really your dorkdom. I think it's these games. Oh, I mean,
1: well, I I like games, but I don't. That feels less, less mine than the cards are like the cards. Yeah. The cards feel super specific to
0: you. Yeah. Like I, are you walking around with them? Are you taking them to parties? Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yep. Yeah, for sure. I used to, with my last I haven't, I got a new car, so it's nice. The old one though, I was constantly pulling little trivia cards out of different places (laughs) um, because I had taken like a handful of them with me someplace. Um, and I also think there's something to the, to the randomization of them. Um, I think that that feels generally kind of like mystical to people. Um, okay. That we're like, oh, the card wants, this is the card I'm supposed to have. This is right. the, this is the question that's right for right now. Um, Cause I also have a lot of like Oracle cards and stuff and people are always like, like I have, I have What's a few an sets Oracle of Oracle
0: card. besides I know what an Oracle is. They predict the future. Yeah, so they're
1: basically they're like tarot cards, but it's not a tarot deck. Um, It's just something else. They usually have a theme, and they've got um, yeah, like just just different.
0: Are they images or are they words? They're both. Okay. Are Um, you supposed to rorschach it or hey wag wag hello
1: little waggy? Oh. Um, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I definitely worship it more. Some people are like, oh, here's what the card means. Just like with a tarot card. They're like, this is what this card means. It could mean that to you. It could mean that to you. That to you. I prefer like a what does, what do you feel like about this? What does this right. make you? And again, it's another way to like spin a conversation in a certain direction. And I think kind of like with like with the games I like and the creativity, I Like I feel like there's something interesting about the triangulation of here's me. Here's you. Here's this other random thing. What does this tri- what is this um, equation it's, become thats not that won't be anywhere else and anything else? And how do that, we get from each other to this other thing?
0: That is cool. And initially, I bet you, God, I could have used those just because it's a nice clock eater with the fact that you can at least go, all right, pick a card. Because it's weird in a situation, but is it any weirder than the way that I have conversations currently? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? What are you, if I've asked you what you're reading, we're one question away from me telling from you your what out? material I'm <laughs> from, working on from, or me walking out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Run out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. And also, you know, I am, uh, as, I, as I mentioned, I mentioned neurodiversity before. I'm diagnosed with ADHD um, wow. and TikTok. Who, who
0: takes the time? Who takes know, the time to get that diagnosis? Uh, did. I you did, just do I it for the last two years or? Uh, four years ago. Four years ago. Today. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And um, it's, I'll tell you, it explains a lot about uh, the, the, some of the social <laughs> difficulties. What, is, what, is the, what does it stand
0: for? AH ADHD.
1: ADHD. Um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder.
0: Uh, I don't have a whole lot of hyperactivity, but um, uh, I don't know. You've walked around your apartment three times since we started oh. this podcast. <laughs> I
1: guess that's true. But I, I, I'm purely trying to uh, occupy my dog so that he leaves me alone. It doesn't doesn't fuss because my dog now has does this thing where <laughs> dinner time has become. He used to be really sickly. Whatever. Winter time has become two to nine o'clock. Okay. So it's just like a seven-hour buffet.
0: Right, right. And he just fell over. Um, What he likes to do is a cruise ship. Exactly. Uh, He likes to be able to go at any time to the Lido deck, get himself a cocktail, and uh, and maybe some nosh. Yeah, basically. Um, He's sitting there like... Mama, this
1: is all inclusive and I'm using it up. You know, I'll give my each worth. Um, that is the dog voice. Uh, so, yeah, I am, uh, in women a lot of times, especially, ADHD presents as, um, uh, uh, like, Attention a lot deficit. of hyperactivity disorder. Hyper, okay. A lot of... Um, distraction, procrastination, a lot of piles of mail, things like that. Okay. Um, losing my keys from my front gate to my front door. Right.
0: So it can manifest in many different ways, but many. this is, yeah. but it is, but it's an attention. And yeah, you can just I, I just it. always, yeah. I just always thought that I was, um, I always called it just being twitchy that I, I I don't have any, social skills, and I don't know how to talk to you. I used to drink a lot, Mm -hmm. and so when I drank a lot, I'd be like, it won't matter Mm -hmm. in about three minutes Mm -hmm. if I have conversation or not, because Mm -hmm. I'm about to do four shots in a row, and and then nurse a beer, and Mm -hmm. whatever, I mean, I remember the first Hollywood party I went to, and it was, and it wasn't even... But it it was like a work party in Hollywood, <laughs> and it was 1997. Like so it was party? it was kind of a it was a networking party, and mm-hmm. I could not have been worse at it. I literally, uh, I said, "So what are you doing?" This woman was like, "Well, I'm an agent," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, I'm a comic." And then we, I was like, "Where are you from?" And then I tried books, and then <laughs> by the fourth question all the shots had gone straight to my head. And so I said to her, you have a choice at this point. You have to take over the conversation (laughs) or I start telling you material. And she's like material. Let's hear it.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have two similar, like first time I came to Hollywood, uh, i my friends i did a sketch show with my friends and they were like you have to talk to industry afterwards we know you don't want to you have to we're dragging you and they did one of them came and dragged me from backstage it was like no putting away props you come outside you talk to industry and i was like hey so who likes cats who likes dogs what's your favorite kind of candy? Cause <laughs> I'll tell you what I don't like nougat, you know? And I'm like, right. this is great. I don't want to have to just throw shit at them and like, like, like sell myself. I'm going to treat them like people and they'll see yeah. I'm a nice person. And that's who the kind of people you want to work with. Then I looked around and saw everybody else was like, here's what I've written. Here's what I want to write. Here's what I can do, what I have done. And the people were like, great. We know how to work with that. And I, and the people I was talking to were like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And I was like, Oh, this is part of my job, and I'm not doing it in a really weird way. I'm not good way. at it. Yes, this, and, but it can be learned. Yes, and it, it, but I had to, but I, but like I thought it was distasteful and gross. Instead of like that would be like <laughs> thinking that it's distasteful and gross to ask for money after you finished ringing someone up.
0: Like, right. Right That's it was part of the job, the you job have to the, get that That's, you have to get there you have to talk about those things yeah. and it is very weird so when you would bring these cards out in the world with you did you mm-hmm. curate them or did no. you just grand, random random stack
1: no random stack sometimes when i flip through them if i get to one that i'm like this feels like an uncomfortable question for right now for this person skip that yeah. um but yeah cuz like also i feel like people want to talk to each other but they don't always know how to start or how want to talk right. about. The other Something thing is... Something real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can go really deep with these, or you can just skate around on them. Like, right. it's But fine. they're real topics, at least. They're real topics, but they're... You could, you could keep it small talk, or you could use yeah. it to to go deep. And so, when you're... Like, if I'm just having a raw conversation with somebody... I don't, like, I can't really do that. I'll be like, hey, how are ya? Didn't get caught in the rain, did ya? Good. Who in your family do you (laughs) like to talk to? Like, it doesn't, I don't know the questions that do both. (laughs) It's only, like, surface or, like, deep. So these, I think, are a, a good way to do that. And it's, I think it's good for other people. Like I would tour a lot also doing short form improv and you talk to the same people over and over. And so you're like, what else do we have to say to each other? Right. It's good for that. Um, but you said something, Oh, the, the drinking. So with, with neurodivergent stuff and masking, like a lot of what our, our masking is, um, being told that we're doing things wrong socially Like, you're talking too much, you're interrupting. For me, for ADHD, it would be talking too much, interrupting, um, making it about yourself. Because very often, that's our way of connecting. Like, oh, that happened to you? Something like that happened to me. Here it is. Um, And to a lot of neurotypical people, that's really rude. And so we end up with a lot of lists. And neurodivergent is ADHD, autism, ASD, and... Oh, there's, there's some other ones, BPD. Okay. There's some other ones that fall in there. So we've got like this list of don't do this. Don't say that. Don't act that way in our heads all the time where we're trying to socialize. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. things like drinking really helpful because it lowers your inhibitions, quiets that list. Yeah. You're not doing true. You're. it's like helping you unmask and just be like, Oh, okay,
0: here's who I am really. And not health, not a healthy way, but it's no. like, and, and it, it, you know, it not only lower takes away the inhibitions to talk, and it takes away your like it just lowers your judgment across the board in your actions and the rest of it too. So, and it can and it can change your personality too. So it's really oh yeah yeah as you as you just said, it's yeah. not an ideal way to no, deal with it. But it's no. um
1: it's it's a type of um, self medication that like yeah. rather than getting a you know a healthy an actual medication, <laughs> medication, it's like ah oh, this helps um, yeah. So yeah I I I think that that's again if I'm just having a raw conversation with somebody I'm thinking like be careful you don't accidentally say something that hurts their feelings or is too blunt or is too or is something they find inappropriate to talk about or whatever the cards
0: the they are fine.
1: The cards are, are written fine, but then also if it does break one of those rules, I can be like, whoa,
0: weird card. <laughs> weird that a card asked you that. I never would. Never. couldn't no, I know. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I know that we're not we're just supposed to stand at this bar for a second. And yes. then we're all going into this room. Yes. And so that is hilarious. And um so what um also helps with family. Oh really? Have you done it in it's, family situations? Do you bring, yeah. cause a- Andy's a big fan of bringing out a game mm-hmm. in, in any kind of family situation. He's just yeah. like, anyone want to play a game?
1: Yeah. Sure. The thing is a game, a game game just takes a little bit more investment. You can do like one card, two cards, no big mm-hmm. whoop, but you have to be like, yes, we're going to, so, so we, my family for a while, I did do the game management with, with right. uh, family outings, which was a lot of celebrity Mm -hmm. And a lot of apples to apples. Again, my style, where we make our own cards. Okay. Um, But yeah, during the lockdown, we would have family Zooms. Yep. And that would be my mom, my dad, my sister, and me. And yeah, it's our family conversation. Where where does everyone live? My sister's in New York. My parents are in Virginia. I'm in California.
0: And I was in Denver for a lot of that, though. Right. Have you ever... This is the weirdest thing about lockdown for me is that people would do these weekly Zooms those weekly phone calls or, or it never happened before that. It wasn't yeah. like I was talking to my family, you know, like my, my brother was like, you have to make sure dad gets groceries every week. And I was like, okay, he's like, so call dad every couple of days, see what he needs. And I'm like, okay. And, um, and my sister sent him a tablet that I was like, he's eighty. He's never going to figure out how to use that. So I, bur- I figured out how to rip and burn a DVD. How to use the Samsung, because he has a DVD player. Mm-hmm. And he has this Samsung tablet that's hooked up to my sister's uh, cellular Wi-Fi. So because he he has a flip phone, and so he can get on the internet and do whatever he wants on this tablet. But how does he use the tablet? So I, I, my sister sent him the tablet, all set up. Uh, if you. We're to know how to use it. And I sent him a DVD with how to use it if you would put the DVD in and watch that. So I called him a couple of days later, and I said, Dad, did you get the DVD yet? And he goes, no, I got the tablet, though. And I said, okay, well, the DVD will tell you how to use the tablet. He said, well, I Googled a couple of things, and I watched a thing on Netflix. Is there – what else am I supposed to know how to do? And I was like, throw away the DVD. <laughs> you have figured out how to use the tablet. <laughs> Good for him. Right. So, but but you had never talked to your like. Were you doing a weekly spoken with to your them family ever in my life? No. Right. No. Yeah. no um, <laughs> previously, you had never met them.
1: No. Um, yeah, we didn't do the group things. Um, And you know, I had found in my family, like numbers matter. Like a <coughs> two person hang, that's great. Three person, four person, you know, oh, it's getting gets a, little a little iffy. Yeah. Um, so so it was not that never something that I pursued, but. Yeah, I feel like during the lockdown, I think that we were all worried, I think especially about our parents yeah, not having other sources, not only not having us to interact with, but also just the other people in their life that they normally, the people at the grocery store, the people who walk their dogs you wanna, past their you house. you want to
0: keep them in. You want to keep them inside. Yes,
1: you want to keep them in. And um, and my dad has dementia, um, so it's, yeah, um... But you know he's still living at home with my mom, and he's still like pretty lucid. But it it does
0: it is progressing. It's growing, yeah, yeah. and it's horrible. But yeah, so, so during the four of you, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So so during all this, yeah, we would just we would do question cards. I had I had gotten a little deck to take with me when I went to Colorado for Andrew and his kid. That was like family questions, and I would just use those, um, and it was great because you can't do the like. Are you mad at me for giving away your cat when you were ten? <laughs> stuff. If, it, if you're saying like, what's the scene from a movie you always remember? But yes. you are still learning about your parents, and yes. they're learning
0: about you. Kind of in this adult, not what's so the, much. What's that? What's that card game? Because that one does sound great. Where it's where you can do it with kids. It's Chicken Soul, Ch- Chicken Soup for the Soul Junior. Yeah. To some extent, right? Yeah. I just because
1: it was, it was a deck I found called like Family Time. Okay. And yeah. I mean, there's so many of them. <laughs> They're all, right, I'm making I my own. Um, are you but, making one? Yeah, I'm making and you, one. And
0: you want to do a podcast, right? Uh-huh. You are saying?
1: Yeah. That's why I started making it. Because I was like, well, I can't do a podcast and just ask other people's cards.
0: Right. Um,
1: so I have to have my own base deck and maybe pull out some other ones from other things. Right. If
0: you do a base deck, will your base deck, what are your favorite versions of them? Are they the ones that get super deep or can go either way? Or are they the ones that are super light? nobody's nobody's threatened and could go deep if if it went there? Because the second one sounds better to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more the
1: second one. My favorite favorite ones are ones that let me f- try to figure out how you see the world. I find it I find the way other people see the world and feel about things fascinating. Um, I think that a lot of times now, especially online, There's this weird push where if people don't agree with us, it's seen as an attack. Like if I say I don't like, I had people literally tell me to kill myself after I wrote an article about not liking pizza. Um, I wrote like a funny (laughs) essay about how like I'm not into pizza and I think it's weird. People are so into pizza. People not only responded on that, they sought me out on all of my social media. One girl started commenting on all of my old Instagram posts, including things like, I hope you never reproduce. I hope your bloodline stops with you, you pizza hater. And then she saw Adam Conover had commented on one of them, and she commented on him and was like, oh, my God, Adam Conover, I love you. I'm such a fan. And I commented to her, I was like, you can't do this. This has gotten too crazy. (laughs) You can't tell me to kill myself and try to make friends with
0: my friends. What are you doing? Over pizza. Over pizza. And it's just, and
1: and if I I don't like pizza.
0: It's not the Holocaust. It's pizza.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a preference. It's an opinion. Like if I don't like pizza, all that means is there's one more slice on the table for you. If we get pizza together, like it should not be a problem. Abundance. There is indeed abundance. Yeah. So when people think something different from me. Like in a different opinion, I am not like gross.
0: Uh, generally, I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe well, I'll find when, a situation when, where I am. When, I when am, it gets when it gets to that point of of sort of human rights and oh and, yeah, and, no, that's you know, not really right, right. Yeah. But if no. but if it's just like somebody who wasn't who posted that thing about not who she was like Ted Lasso is fine. I've never seen it. Oh uh, yeah. That was yeah, it was a kind of keister, yeah. That was Megan Keister, right? And people lost their tiny lizard minds about it. And you're just like, no, you still get to love. Yeah. I posted a list of um I posted a thread of rom-com tropes yeah.
1: that yeah. I I'm like, I'm ready to see these retired. I wasn't okay. like, these have hurt people, this is bad, or <laughs> they never should have existed. I was just like, these are played out. And yeah. I got roasted. I got dragged it was more like like people were trying to make me the quote-unquote main character referring to me as i'm like why do you care what i don't like in rom-coms also you're all kids it's, anyway um yeah my main my, my actual I, point it was yes when someone has a thought different from mine yeah obviously not talking about any it kind of prejudice big or bigotry issues. or anything right. yes i am generally fascinated like how did you come to that conclusion what that is so interesting to me. What yeah. is it that you like or don't like about this?
0: I've what do you kn- think about terry cloth? Me? What do I think yeah. about terry
1: cloth? You know what? I like it. Um, I think it's warm and I, I, I tried to get rid of it for a while. I started going yeah. with those towels, the like, uh, what are, I feel like the Turkish towels, are they? No, because that's the ones that are not terry cloth.
0: Yeah, the ones that are terry cloth. Yeah, yeah, that are just uh, the, cotton.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and there were articles that were like they're better. They're so much better. They dry you superior. And I was like, I want superior dryness. <laughs> Who so it? I tried it, <laughs> and I found that those are they're good for summer, but because they're light. But yeah. I like a snuggly terry cloth. Terry cloth used for anything besides towels.
0: I'm like, this feels crafty in a in a in a way I right. don't like. I I think I had a terry cloth. Uh, bathrobe that i didn't like one time and i didn't like it because it got staticky oh interesting sometimes i I don't enjoy static i prefer
1: a terry cloth bathrobe to that that like microfiber kind of fuzz because i don't because that just keeps you keeps you wet you're just feeling the wet against you um also an important note with terry terry cloth can't use fabric softener I like if I can impart one bit of wisdom to the world, do not use fabric softener with terry cloth because terry cloth is little loops, and fabric okay. softener is pretty much lotion for your clothes. So, and those little loops are what dry you. And, um, oh. the fabric softener fills in the loop, okay? So, it doesn't have all that surface area anymore to soak up the, the wet. The wet, yeah. It's just like it's like greased up and. It, so it's going to yeah, end up like those bathrobes where you can just feel yourself being wet inside. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so you will ruin your terry cloth with fabric saucer. Yes. See, we just learned something about each other right there. Was that weird? Because I was going to ask you what some of your favorite questions are. Um, We're getting close to an hour, by the way. Just, just, oh. just so you know, okay. hilariously, I asked you for two dorkdoms just because I was like, <laughs> conversation cards. Will that? Little did I know that the term conversation cards it's would last weird. an hour. Mm-mm. Because yeah. we would be having conversations. I mean, I feel like there's a tip-off in the term. There really is. There really <laughs> is. <laughs>
1: um, what did? Oh, what are my some of my favorite ones? So yeah, yeah. things like here. Let me let me find my little list. Um, I I like things like. Um, I'm not liking at the list. Uh, like, what is the key to making uh, to to making and impressive to looking impressive. What's the key, Jackie Cation, to looking impressive?
0: In any such in any given situation, yeah. to looking impressive. Yeah, if you're like, I gotta look impressive.
1: What is that? What does that mean? Um,
0: what do you have to do? Yeah, I think um, the things that come to mind are wear red and um, make sure everything fits. Mm-hmm. Isn't too tight, but isn't too loose and everything is, uh, make sure everything's clean. Mm-hmm. Cause I am, a, uh, I'm not always super tidy. So <laughs> yeah, I am, me too. I, 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 I who was it? Jennifer McLean used to do this bit about, she was like, if you're skinny, you can drop food on yourself. And people are like, Oh, did someone fat throw that at you? <laughs> but if you're heavy at all, people are like, Oh, just couldn't eat it fast enough. Just had to roll around in it, huh? And, um, yeah, so. it definitely makes it worse. I don't, I don't,
1: like, I, I've i been skinny. and right.
0: No, no, I, I, I'm not saying any I, of I don't that's feel true. Like I've
1: worn the spills that I have worn particularly well. Um, <laughs> but yes, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, the fitting well is so important and it's so fucking loaded. Like, We should all be able to wear clothes that fit well and we have no judgment about what they are, about what size it says they are, about, like, where we got it. I mean, you know, fast fashion, that's bad. But still, like, tailoring is so important. Um, I, I, like, everybody has a, not everybody, I gotta stop saying that. There are dry cleaners all over the place. Yeah. Most of them have little tailors in there.
0: Right, right. Something with a, with, with a something sewing machine, in, let yep. something
1: out. Like it makes such a difference. And not only does it do what you were saying, like make you look impressive, should you need to, Um, but it makes you feel confident. So, like right. you don't even it, have to it, think about what it is you look like. You can think about what you're there to do.
0: Right. It's that whole thing where if you look at yourself before you leave the house, and I almost never do just because i can't face it i will feel i will feel more confident going out of the house if i have not looked at myself wow and then i'll get there and i'll glance in the mirror i'm like oh yeah you didn't wear any makeup you have no (laughs) lipstick on you're gonna go do stand-up all i know is there's a hard fast rule of my generation of stand-up comic no shorts don't wear shorts on stage uh but you could wear i could wear a skirt but uh another hard fast rule is try not to look too girly uh so yeah
1: yeah Yeah, try not to look i mean i yeah my stand-up thing with how i look on stage i put so much thought into it like I, i realized for a while when i moved to hollywood not just la Hollywood. Hollywood. I was like, look good. Wear your dresses on the stage, even if they feel weird, on your body. Like, (laughs) try to be castable and hostable. And I found that I felt audiences hated me. Um, The women, I felt like, were way more arms crossed, less like Mm -hmm. she's my friend. The men would literally try to holler at me during my set yes it's a specific yes. type of heckle where it's just like they think nice they can rack. talk to me nice rack well it, it's not even that it's like they like they think I, they can talk to me the I way i would do it that. at a bar yeah and i'm like I, we i'm not having... gonna answer back now and also so if they were, if they came up to me at a bar and they were like what's that shirt about mm-hmm. and i was like i answered with like uh i'm talking right now not you let's do everybody else in here a favor and you stop talking they would be like what a bitch and they'd kind of be right but that's my job when i'm on stage yeah some drunk guy hollers something like that at me and i give that back to them and they're like fuck you bitch and it escalates real fast (laughs) so
0: almost instantaneously yeah yeah
1: so i started dressing i started like wear I mean I've always liked overalls but I started wearing like big overalls sweaters over sweaters scarves over scarves and I would get on stage and people like instantly would be like we love you you're our best friend (laughs) welcome we are welcoming any idea from you (laughs) and I was like great
0: well okay I'm gonna lean on this crutch for a while You all those layers made me, reminded me that I had a music teacher in third grade who used to dress. And I remember thinking she used to wear like layers of gauze. It was all very filmy. And I remember saying, she looks like a dragonfly. And uh, she looked like a dragonfly. She was always kind of like, whoosh. Did you like it? I did. I liked her. I liked music class. We sang Cats of the Cradle. Do you ever wear things like that? Puff the Magic Dragon. I have purchased items like that in an effort. Uh, Andy and I both, uh, uh, he got a caftan and a white elephant exchange. Mm-hmm. We both put them on, took pictures. Who wore it better? Put it on the Instagram. Uh, people, uh, they were like, kind of him. You both look good. <laughs> I so, love a caftan. Yeah, it's uh, super comfortable. It was co- comfy, cozy. I tried to wear it the other day, like like right in January, and Andy was like, caftan's a summer." And so he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's true. It's true. There are like
1: adjustments you could make for a winter one. You can wear something underneath it. Um, You know, you can, you
0: can lay, again, layer it up. Uh, Eliza Skinner, I have to tell you that it has been an hour. Oh, I'm sorry. But this has been kind of fascinating. And I, not even kind of, this has been fascinating. And uh, I have loved, I think it's the dorkdom of conversation and the cards that can help. Yeah. Yeah, that that's fair. That's fair. So people, if you want to find Eliza Skinner, and you should, you should go to the yard at the fourth Friday of every month in Los Angeles and watch Reduce Stand Up. But you could also uh, follow her on Twitter at Eliza Skinner, E-L-I-Z-A-S-K-I-N-N-E-R. And Instagram is E-S-K-I-N-Z-Z. Eskins, You got it? E-Skins. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. thank you so much. And I look forward to hearing more stories about William Wealthy? Ha
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the he had an ascot
0: and a, and a beret. Of course he <laughs> did. Oh my God, this was so fun. Thank you Yay! so much for doing the show.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Let me stop Rangers, recording. No, don't do it. Oh, no, never mind. I'm still recording. Don't worry. Still recording. Because <laughs> I like to say this at the end of every show. Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat.